Welcome to the Easy Answer Podcast. I'm Brandy, plant-based chef. And I'm Vanice, writer and plant-based adjacent. On this podcast, we explore thought-provoking conversations around food, share our point of view on current events, and explore how to be plant-based adjacent in this processed world. Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Answer Podcast. We are going to be talking about what are we looking forward to this spring um, as we are coming I don't know, coming out of the first phase of this pandemic, I refuse to say that we're done with the pandemic because that just seems ridiculous and a little premature, but we are coming out. We're a little more used to kind of what this is. And um, we want to know, like, what are we looking forward to this spring? So what are you looking forward to? I mean, you're obviously not listening to your mayor, Eric Adams, who's a vegan. So we thought that you'd be all on his bandwagon, right? He is plant-based adjacent. We've already told you that he's not a vegan. Um, they've caught him occasionally having fish, and he's plant-based adjacent, and we are not going to judge him. No judgment. But he's trying to encourage everyone to get out and to, you know, essentially get out um, and... Because the city needs to 100% reopen for, you know, monetary gain. But then that also brings brings out the idea, like, people are getting out more because now COVID is the new normal, you know? Mm-hmm. People aren't so scared of it as they were, like, two years ago. I mean, March 23rd would have been two years since the lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. Now people are getting out. The mask mandates have dropped. Students... He first said they weren't going to have to wear a mask when they went back to school, and now they're going to wear a mask. Um, you know, now they're going to wear masks. So, like you said, it's more like a phase thing. I think that people are getting used to the fact that masks aren't going anywhere, and are, we just have to live with this. Mm-hmm. And we, and human beings, are social beings, and so we all have to get out. Mm-hmm. And so, I think when I think of spring, I mean, I think about a lot of rain, and you see my hair. Yes, that's what I was talking about at the top of the show. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys didn't know, in pre-production, right? My hair was up, was down. It was beautiful, big. It's still beautiful. I'm not saying it's not beautiful now, but she had it open, and we got to see how beautiful it framed her face. And then, like the spring, how we change things up a little bit. <laughs> Put it into a bun. <laughs> because I was just like, I cannot because I felt like it was, it you know. And this is the thing that I do not love about spring. Okay. You know, the weather, you know, like it was two days of raining in New York, like two days of just like straight raining. Yes. And so like, that is so problematic for having natural hair. You know, like it goes from one day I'll leave the house and I'm like, oh my God, it looks so perfect. Like every strand is in place. Then you go outside and it's like, because there's so much humidity here in New York. You know, and so I like the idea of always being able to put it up in a bun, always being able to do something else because it's a lot of work to deal with. And I think that spring, the great thing about this season is that, you know, it's it's the mark of new beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. It is a mark of new beginnings. But, you know, just because it's new beginnings doesn't mean I want to be all with my hair out because I love a hairpiece. And sometimes I think that a new beginning is buy a new hairpiece. Yeah, or a headband, you know. <laughs> Yes, you know what I'm <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, Vaughn has a line of headbands, so yeah. Bono's bands, yes. I usually wear Bono's. I usually am wearing a headband, but I thought I would try to wear my hair out, but <laughs> see that, that failed miserably, all right? 
happens. It happens. Now, what things like, okay, so we talked about what we don't like about spring. We don't like that it's rainy. We don't like the weather's inconsistency, the fact that, you know, as a black girl with natural hair, it doesn't necessarily make your life that easy, depending on the conditions. What do we like about New York City spring into summer? What do we like about that? I mean, New York City's like Chicago, like a lot of other cities. This is when you start to see people come out of their shell mm -hmm. and actually get outside because, you know, we're like sh sh shut-ins for the winter, you know? Yeah. And then spring comes, you start to see people outside, you start to see people out and out, out and about. You know, there is also a problem during spring with um, allergies but without the pollen, you don't get the beautiful, you know, flowers. Yeah, and, yeah. and just fun fact about how we manage, how we can manage allergies naturally. Brady knows the fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> so stinging nettle tea. So if you um, if you find some stinging nettle tea, um, sometimes only called nettle tea, uh, you can take that tea and you drink it. Um, you drink it for maybe like six weeks of the season, and it it gets into your system, and then you should be good for the rest of the way. Now, my recommendation for how we prepare this tea is that. We take this stinking stinking nettle tea. We put it into like a, a jar um, with the with the herbs, and you make it in th every three days. So that's when it has the most potency. So you use it for three days. You drink it. If you happen to have any left over at the end of the three days, you can use that tea um, in your hair, and it is a great way to get rid of dandruff. So just oh, yes, I mean, Brandy, it's just it's just a plethora of information. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love random health because my sister and my nephew suffer from really bad allergies and so they go to an allergist once a week to get shots whoa and they have, to, and they have to do it before the season starts oh my goodness did, did they ever um did the allergists ever like tell them about the local honey stuff have they tried that one like a lot of i think that it's so bad like my nephew he's like he's gonna be 10 so he's nine now mm -hmm. his birthday's next his birthday's this monday actually mm -hmm. his eyes like um fill up with like so much water like so much it looks like someone punched a child in the eyes and they close shut and oh. my we have like big eyes and so it's like you know mm -hmm. it's really bad for him so um, now that they've introduced these shots that they get on a weekly basis it's been very helpful to both of them every week wow that's that wow Okay. That's how bad their allergies. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me with cats. I have a I have a cat. I have an allergy to cats, and I have the. I always think of that episode of Martin when he had the allergy, and it had the big eye and the big like. It's literally like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These things are all indicative of spring. When you think of spring, you think of allergies. You yes. know. Yes. But some things are worth it. Like I had a cat. Brenda would come over here, and my cat loved her princess. Gobbler. Yes. I mean. Rest in peace, Princess. We love you. And whenever uh, Brandy would come over, Princess would want to run to Brandy. She was a black cat. She was so cute. And Brandy would sit there and say, I can't, you can't come over here, but you're a real cute Princess. <laughs> As if the conversation mattered. All she wanted was snuggles from Brandy. Okay? She knew. She would move away. We had our, we had our socially distanced um, engagement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> socially distanced <laughs> engagement. Brandy was social distancing before everybody else was. You know? <laughs> 
And it's so funny that you talked about my hair because I was saying like I want it to be like shiny and it's not shiny enough. And I'm looking and I see like this little piece right here that's hanging out. And I'm like, I want it to go in and be slick and right That's the white man making you think that your hair. And honestly, all I can do is like, like if I could just get my my brush and slick this edge, it will look better, you know. Pull my, but no. This sounds to be the whole episode on hair. <laughs> but that is not the topic for today. We're going to bring in, um, now is a great time to introduce our, uh, our guest for today. Um, we're going to bring Taryn, Taryn to the conversation, who is a friend of the show who used to live in, um, used to live in New York, but has since left. So she's going to let us know some ways that she, um, like spring. Taryn, welcome to the Easy Answer Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. So what is some of your, well, first, what, like, what are you up to right now? Oh, a lot of things. Well, I, I've been working as a teaching artist. I started doing that in New York, New Jersey. I am now, uh, I homeschooled my son, actually, after I got down here. I used to be a classroom theater teacher in high school. Okay. Um, but when I got down here, um, he was having problems adjusting. So I was like, you know, instead of going all the way to, um, I was like 45 minutes away from the school that I was starting, I will just homeschool him. And then, you know, we'll have that relationship. And believe it or not, that opened up a can of worms, like the door wide open and good worms, not bad. <laughs> Speaking of spring. Um, but anyway, um, we are, I ended up feeling like I had a knack for it. He was really, uh, he was well prepared for kindergarten. Actually, COVID hit in the midst of all that stuff too. So I got to see him in kindergarten because he did the hybrid. So I got to see what he was working on and feeling like, yes, he's ready. Um, so I decided to start working with other people's preschool kids online. And that, and this week, actually, I'm launching my own online preschool. I've been working through another platform for, for yeah, the past, like, two and a half, three years. So, anyway, oh, that's what I'm up to. Project with that coming up. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing and enjoying <laughs> the spring. <laughs> Sweet. I love that. And I know as a teacher, like, especially someone who, like, is a teacher, I remember growing up, like, how I thought that was a really cool job not really not like oh the job is cool but the fact that you got the summers off in a way so like spring was kind of like the last before you were like oh yes i get three months of three months away yeah yeah that's usually like the most honestly i think a lot of teachers are like ah right now because it's a lot going on usually in the schools before you know the school year ends with whatever the requirements are the kids are ready to get out because they know the summer is here so it's usually heightened energy with that but don't let the the, the summer break fool you it's like a lot <laughs> it's a lot it doesn't feel like a break by the time you get there it feels like well deserved but yeah that's true <laughs> so when you you said that you you weren't in New York anymore so where are you now I am in North Carolina uh, 40 minutes outside of Charlotte all right so you're in the NYC I'm in the NC <laughs> Look at that. So what are some like different, like in New York, when you lived in New York, what were some of the things that you look forward to in spring and then living in North Carolina for the last um, three years? Like what's like, what's the different vibe wise activities, all of that good stuff? Uh, space. 
right? Uh, so in New York, it was more for me, the weather and getting out, having that outdoor lunch or something with a friend or going to the park. Um, in the sense that, um, you know, we had, of course, Central Park, but I was also in Roosevelt Island for a time. So we had parks there. So that was really nice, too. Um, but it was everything was very close and local, but you just get to feel like you, you can breathe, you know, a little bit. So that's what I loved about it. It was really nice. <laughs> you get and more flowers out in the bodega. You know, usually they're covered in the wintertime with, the you know. What about North Carolina? Tell us. Don't tell us yeah. about this palatial estate that you live in that you only pay seven hundred dollars for because I'm not here for it. No, I'm gonna tell you everybody's coming down, right? So the prices are getting a little bit higher. So it's not as cheap, but it's still cheaper. Um, and it's nice. We do have a lot more space, you know, obviously. Um, so I just um we just bought our first home um in the fall. So I'm here in spring in this home for the very first time. And we're excited because we have flower beds outside. I have planted my seeds <laughs> and they, uh, I planted them, I think the weekend of like the 18th, I can't remember the exact date, but a couple of weeks ago and uh, they're starting to sprout. I have um, these velvet sunflowers, which I'm excited about. You can see the velvet around the edge of the leaves. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, we have that's kale. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about that. I used to try to squeeze it on, you know, a balcony or my window seal. And um, even here, I started out as an, an apartment here. So that's where I've been. And we had everything on the balcony and pots. So this is exciting for me. Cool. Yeah. What about, like act activities, like, you know, New York is a lot of like street fairs and things happening. Like, what does that vibe look like in North Carolina? We have a lot of, um, and uh, granted, things have been different because of COVID. So I'm sure it's probably, you know, but we do have things like parades and things like that that happen every now and then. And we have, we do have a lot of restaurants, um, you know, Southern States, especially North Carolina, we have a lot of good cooks here, a lot of good food. So they do have also the outdoor eating, um, every type of food you can imagine but not as many restaurants so not as much variety but you definitely can find some restaurants for different tastes and palates um we have lots of uh trails it's beautiful here so um a lot of uh, natural places where you can go we have uh, i'm really close to a big lake and uh people start to get out on their boats more things like that so it's exciting and very similar in the sense of what we're looking forward to in new york um, but there are some things that are, you know, I guess, yeah, definitely slightly different because of uh, what we have here in our landscape with yeah. the, the trails. Concerned with the South is the same as every other. A lot of black people. I'm like, that's so racist, girl. Oh yeah. Oops. Sorry about my dog. <laughs> no, my dog. Has so right. At any point, if he gets close, pick him up. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are dogs for He's a haircut, though. I was keeping him, you know, kind of warm in the winter, but now it's like overdue. I think I'm going to put my headphones in. <laughs> oh, okay. But the thing that I think about in the South is that you hear about, I mean, you hear about racism everywhere, but, you know, the part that, you know, that scares me the most is that. You know, the way they're changing the voting laws in the South specifically, how they're trying, you know, how like it's just so pervasive in that area. That's what you hear about it. And I'm not saying that every day you go out, there's a Klan's rally like it's the 1950s. But I would imagine, you know, when you first moved there, did you feel a little bit of trepidation in terms of that? 
Yeah, that's definitely the thought. And I'm going to tell you, I never thought I was going to leave New York. So I never in a million years thought I would be here. My family is from originally. I'm from Maryland. And okay, I spent okay. um, 12 years in New York and I spent seven in, am I doing this math right? Yeah, <laughs> seven in Jersey. I am doing the math right. Uh, so I've been in the area for a very long time. Um, but uh, what I was going to say, my family is originally from here, from North Carolina, and I'm not in the same area uh, as my family. They were they're from the Raleigh area. And uh, but anyway, I did think that. And I remember coming down as a child and it seemed less progressive than what yes. I'm seeing right now. Right now, I mean, I have we have this idea that we're going to have this easy living. These Southern folks work hard and <laughs> it's not a lot of Southern folks, actually, because so many people are moving down here. It's actually where I am. It's um, funny when you say, oh, you're actually from here. Like, honestly, everybody's an expat from somewhere and mostly from the New York, New Jersey area. So that's kind of fun. But it's very hospitable. Um, there are definitely folks who are from here. Um, but that's what I appreciate. It's this idea of the, the Southern charm is actually a real thing. People are super friendly and... Um, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying having small conversations with people in the store or, you know, even like, okay, I'm just getting my milk. Usually you get it, you leave. It's like, up, um, you know, I don't know. People make up conversations, which is, you know, <laughs> really, uh, really fun. It's like you, you know, people already. And, um, and you get some folks that want to be more reserved like anywhere else. And that's fine. Um, but I have a, a friend who moved to Georgia and we were kind of joking. He goes, I hope they don't start Jim Crow laws again. <laughs> Because everybody's coming down there. And I was like, you know, but anyway, we uh, definitely am not, I'm not experiencing that. And I will say this, um, New York is one of those places that has a reputation for not being friendly. And I never experienced that. I think New York is really great. and met a lot of wonderful people. Um, and, but right next to it in New Jersey, I actually experienced more uh, difficulty with other cultures and other people. And I was yeah. very surprised by that. It was nothing like New York. And I come here to North Carolina and it felt refreshing to me because I felt um, that the genuine interest in people was back versus when I was in New Jersey. Uh, like I missed that um, when I, even though I was very close to New York still. Um, so to answer your question, I don't, there's definitely still racism. There's definitely people who are thinking about it. It's not as blatant in your face. Every now and then, if I go in a place that's kind of like not as populated, I have seen a Confederate flag, but I haven't experienced like people being rude to me or anything like that because of my culture, my kids are doing pretty well in their schools. So I've expect I experienced more warmth than, than not. That's really great. That's really yeah. <laughs> That really makes me happy for you, Taryn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a lifelong New Yorker, I've lived other places, like visited and lived there, but never longer than, well, no, I lived in D.C. I went to college there and I lived in the Maryland area for like, I'd say like five or six years. And then mm -hmm. I lived in L.A. for three years. You know, I've only lived in big cities. I mean, except D.C. That's not really a city to me, like New York, L.A., and then like fake D.C. Sorry, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Take any opportunity to make fun of Brandy. Okay. <laughs> I'm not from, from Baltimore, Maryland, <laughs> not real cities. 
even people from Baltimore, like we are very clear about we're not from DC. DC people are very clear about we're not from Baltimore. Club music, go go, not the same. Right. <laughs> yes, that music was so crazy. I mean, people really love this music. It was so different, you know. Mm -hmm. And I will say that you hear this, you know, that there's all these race, there's all this racial strife and there's all these problems and there's all this, you know, what do they call it? Like gerrymandering in terms of voting in these areas. But you're saying that you've lived here now for several years and you haven't experienced any of it, which is yeah. Yeah, and I, get, I don't want to go too much on a tangent on that either, but I will say um, some states do have a problem on recognizing that with voting. I know Georgia for sure. And, um, you know, and we actually, this is my first time living in a red state. Um, what is, is it? it? You're in a red state? I'm in a red state. Yeah, so when I'm seeing all these... Yeah, when I'm seeing all these Republican facts, I'm like, well, you know, but, you know, the things that I'm learning, is, it, it is a different perspective. And it's not about, um, and then some people's perspective really are not considering that it's a race thing, even, so that's the thing, it's about informing each other on our perspectives, and that certain things will affect other people, and it's not just race, it's just, you know, other issues in our society, too. And I think it's because some people genuinely just always believed one thing, and just were never challenged, and something else but um i was gonna say Asheville is like blue <laughs> we're, but we're not in um Asheville, north carolina that's a very um um creative uh state too but charlotte is also there's so there are pockets i'm i was actually in a blue area but the state itself so there are pockets that will vote blue here but um i was gonna say charlotte was actually one of the first progressive cities after um the, the civil, after actually Jim Crow laws um, ended because they realized there's no point of kind of fighting it. It's better economically. And that's why Charlotte is always doing well economically since then. So I didn't know that. And that kind of explains, um, uh, you know, some of the, the warmth here too. It's not new to them. They've been practicing like, you know, equitable so you get, things. So you get the space of living in the South, Mm -hmm. And you get, you know, to and you get the weather of living in the South. Okay. Yeah. So you do realize that when it gets warm, it's going to be like 90 degree days back to back to back. Yeah. You know, I mean, like spring in the South is like no joke. Right. We've already had 80 degree weather. It's not consistent as you were talking about. Sometimes we're like pouring down rain and sometimes we're cold. We're in like the 60s, you know, back, you know, but <laughs> it is hot in the summer. Cold, it's, it's like, we're 60s cold. You know what? After being here, you know what I mean? It's like at first you're like, oh, 30s is cold, right? And, or lower. But when you get here after experiencing all this kind of warmer, milder weather, then when you get to 60s, 50s, you're like, oh, it's cold. It's chilly, you know? I'm one of those people now. Yes. <laughs> I was like that when I lived in LA. I was definitely like that. It's, it's, it's quick. Human beings get acclimated pretty quickly. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of curiosity, food in North Carolina, um, as far as like plant-based food, like what mm -hmm. does the landscape look like down there? <laughs> Well, North Carolina is um, definitely meat heavy in the sense that they are, um, you know, prideful of like the barbecue and all of that stuff. 
um, and that soul food kind of cooking. And that's across, you know, like so many different um, dynamics and cultures will embrace that Southern cooking. Um, and however, there are plant-based groups or organizations. I remember, um, I think, Brady, I mentioned it to you before in the past, before COVID hit, that there was some kind of um, festival or something surrounding vegan um, foods and lifestyle, you know, lifestyle. So that was exciting. I didn't get to go. Um, and I don't know what's going on now if they're going to do a new one. But I, there is definitely there are people here who are pretty health conscious and food. Um, so they're focused on plant based living. So that's, you know, really exciting, too. I don't think it's as mainstream yet as um, some of the other more concentrated areas, but it's definitely here. <laughs> you could get some good food um, that are plant based. Right. So when Brandy thinks spring, she thinks I'm telling you how Brandy thinks because I know I'm interested. She thinks the vegetables that are in season now. Yes. So Brandy wanted to do this whole episode. She could tell us about mangoes. I bet you it was all about mangoes. All right. <laughs> so do you know of any vegetables? Avocado. <laughs> are you aware of any vegetables that that when you when you had them there, like oh, there's farmers markets there. And are, did, did you notice that they taste better there? You know? Well, you know, we're still really close to farmland. Like I pass farmland all okay. the time. So yeah, we definitely have some fresh stuff because we're so close to people who are still growing. Um, and so the farmer markets, it's not like coming from far away or next state, state over or anything like that. It's usually coming from here. Uh, leafy green vegetables are big, you know, because of collard greens, kale, all that they stuff. They taste different and better. They taste different and better. Um, I think they're prepared better. If that makes any kind of sense, <laughs> I, I like how they make their veggies here. And, um, <laughs> oh, oh, that's so that's the thing too. You can pick if you're into picking berries and stuff. Like we can start that earlier here because the farm farmers will open that up earlier. Um, beautiful strawberry farms and things like that here, where you can go and um, get some really beautiful berries. Just in general, not just strawberries. I did that one recently, like last season. So. That's in my mind because I had two big baskets of beautiful strawberries and I was in shock. This is what makes Brandy's happy. That's all she needs. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to ask. I'm about to dig into this. So, <laughs> so the strawberries that you got last year that you picked, they look beautiful, but did they taste equal? Oh, they were delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have that luxury up here. So what we had last season, we had amazing blueberries. Like our strawberries weren't great. Oh, okay. No, these were big, juicy, sweet, like, oh. I, and I could not believe like it was in access. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, you would think now Brandy wants to come visit. Right? You should join that time frame, thing. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah, but Jersey, don't get me wrong, because I was also there. They had some pretty good berry picking places, too. I remember doing that in the apples. So, you know, got to share the love. I know we're talking about NYC, but they're right there. <laughs> so you can go there, too. <laughs> That's true. But when you think about a place where you say there's a lot of farms, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not only thinking about berries, I'm thinking about the South. I'm thinking about melons, like watermelons. You understand? I'm thinking about um, 
Do, are there oranges down there as well? That's usually a Florida thing. Yeah, the oranges. So that's the South. And yeah, they do. You know, I've been to Florida quite a few times recently. And you when drive? they are growing, yeah, we usually drive down. You can literally smell them in, in the areas that are growing the oranges. Are you, you can smell the oranges. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's beautiful. If it wasn't such a crazy state, I mean, like, they're so insane. I would go drive just so I could smell it. But it's just too crazy. Like, Yeah, that's why we don't live there. And we <laughs> <laughs> that, was one, that was one of the options. <laughs> funny. Oranges have been great this the last couple of seasons too, though. So the what? Oranges? Like I feel like oh, yeah. has really been amazing. That's like, I just got some I'm really loving them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one to Vaughn because I know you have a love hate relationship with blood oranges, but my batch that I have now is really tasty. I mean, whatever. I mean, like, why is, it so, why is it so bright on the inside? It's not like a big deal. Like, I think it's it's a big sell. Like, when you look that way, okay, you know what reminds me of? Once Kim Kardashian was on an episode of Dancing with the Stars, right? And they put her to dance the song Baby Got Back, and she couldn't do it. And they were like, this is a letdown. You understand? Know I mean? That's how the blood oranges. blood orange to Kim Kardashian's inability to, to effectively move to baby guy. Because when you look at it, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be exotic. It's going to be really juicy. And then when you eat it, you're like, it's not that special. Okay. I love Kim Kardashian. Okay? Mm -hmm. she, but she, she has a practice. It's in the knees. <laughs> <laughs> At the school that uh, Taryn's gonna be gonna be launching, she'll be teaching Kim Kardashian how to. That's the A in Steam. Oh my goodness! So listen, Taryn, want to thank you for joining us. Episode has gone off the rails. That's spring, right? Spring. About just like experiencing things changing up your thinking exploring possibilities and that's the journey that we took you guys on today yeah, it's true. Um, really so great she might have to be our southern correspondent yeah. you know? <laughs> we love to let me tell you we gotta visit each other's you know areas too. we gotta do some travel now spring break but some good calm not while college travel yeah. <laughs> that, that's spring break yeah. we all look like we in college but we ain't <laughs> we grown grown so we can't be doing spring break we can't break. do that kind of spring break <laughs> right, thanks for listening tune in each week for a new episode and stay connected to us on instagram and youtube at the easy answer podcast